Welcome to Hell Week. Today we're joining different teams from the Scare Factor to check in at five different haunted houses. Castle Blood in Manesson, Pennsylvania, literally a haunted house at the Culbertson Mansion in New Albany, Indiana. Fright Farm in Smithfield, Pennsylvania. Sweet Dreams Scare House in Eastleigh, South Carolina. And the Crawford School of Terror. From the Haunted Attraction Network, I'm Philip, and this is day 55 of our 61-day Hauntathon counting down to Halloween. Today is Monday, October 25th, and there are six days into Halloween. The best way you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our Hauntathon with someone you think will enjoy it. And to follow along to our Hauntathon, sign up for our weekly newsletter at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. And now, let's start off at Castle Blood. Hi, this is Scott with Team Houdini and thescarefactor.com. Tonight we are here at Castle Blood in Manesson, Pennsylvania. And I'm joined by Ricky. Ricky, how's it going this year? I'm doing great this October. I mean, no matter how tired or sore, it's October, right? This is what we all dream of and ask for. So I guess I'm always great. I mean, if you mean my haunt... Well, from my angle, I love the show, and I think the cast is doing a wonderful job, so we're all good. So how long have you been in the haunt industry? I've been in the general Halloween business in one way or another since 1983. Castle Blood started in 1993 and went pro in 1995. We run and are set up as a community theater, so non-paid, often professional actors. So what are you most proud of this year? Well, it's been a tough two years for everyone, I guess, and we've had some very sad personal drama in our ranks, so I'm actually most proud of just how the cast has pulled together and managed to get this show up and running this year, to be honest. So regarding COVID, are you guys following normal procedures, anything different? We do everything we can, and I think we do more than we have to, certainly more than we legally have to, to try and keep everybody safe. We have some older actors in our ranks, and we can't we just can't afford to take take dumb risks, to be honest, so we do it all. We're almost all vaccinated, and a lot of people are wearing masks. I think it's good. So do you have any big future plans for us? The biggest thing for us is to come up with an amazing show for next year, because it'll be our 30th Halloween. Until then, we have our spooky little Christmas show in December, one weekend, our St. Patrick's Day in March, and in June, we do our Summerween show. So we always got something something cooking. We still do little private parties and weddings in the castle. And investigators come in and bring people in to do ghost hunts in the castle because our building was built in 1905. And it's uh, pretty creepy and pretty messed up. So we do a lot all the time. Have you guys had to add any uh, additional ticket options, uh, added or cut nights, change your schedule at all for this season? We're running on the same schedule that we always have since 1996. Friday, Saturday, and Sundays in October, and two matinee shows the last two Sundays of the month. So are you pre-selling tickets this season? Um, five years ago, we started using Haunt Pay, not for Skip the Line VIP, but for timed reservations. And it has just grown and grown, as even, you know, uh, even pre-COVID, people get used to pre-buying movie seats and pre-buying escape room tickets and other entertainment. So now it's an easy sell. How are sales going? You guys on track? Um, As far as our season goes, we're not where I want to be, but we're kind of where I thought we'd be last year. Uh, Last year was better than I thought because a couple of the major players in our area were not open. This year they're open and they're sparing no expense on making sure the whole world knows that. So we're okay. 
Are you experiencing any uh, staff shortages this year? We always have staffing problems um, because we're such a weird haunt and such an acty, acty, theatrical presentation. Um, not everybody can do it, you know. We don't, we don't need the talented chainsaw guy. <laughs> um, so because of that and, and because of just what's going on in the world, We've had, yeah, we've had some of our older cast members want to like bow out for the year just to not have to uh, have to perform in front of strangers and, and worry about what they're taking home to their kids and grandkids and stuff like that. So, you know, a little bit staffing here and there. It's, it's been an, uh, it's been a little problematic, but we're OK. So regarding COVID, are you requiring staff to disclose their vaccination status? I know you guys are pretty much all vaccinated here. I don't have to worry about the cast as far as paperwork or anything like that. We all know each other. So many of us have been around each other forever. We know everything about each other's lives, which is both good and bad, but nobody's going to get over on us as far as how safe we are. Well, thanks for sitting down with us, Ricky. I appreciate it. Uh, that'll be it for tonight here at Castle Blood in Manesson, PA. Don't forget to uh, check them out online on Facebook, uh, Instagram as well as us, thescarefactor.com. Uh, we are on Facebook and Instagram, and so is our team, Team Houdini. Thanks again, and stay spooky. Next up, here's Tyler at the Culbertson Mansion. Why, hello! Oh, we're so glad you're here! I like your wings, eh? Can you move? Yeah, I like your wings. Thank you. I just flew in from hell and boy, are these wings tired, let right? me tell you. Long flight! <laughs> we're so glad you're here, everybody. Welcome to the Culbertson Mansion's literally a haunted house! <laughs> So right this way, there's oh. a creepy old right. dude down there in the corner. He'll be getting your adventures started. All righty. Thank you, Lucifer. You're, you're <laughs> welcome. We're so glad you're here. <laughs> okay, so we just got out of Culbertson Mansion. Very cool, as always. Uh, this is definitely more of an actor-driven show. It's a little bit old school. You're not going to see a whole lot of uh, big fancy props, that kind of stuff, but... What's really cool about it is a lot of these things that you do see in here are all made in-house, homemade. One of the most notable things that we saw that was homemade is actually all of the wallpaper, all the wall paintings and everything. It looks like real wallpaper and like slats in the walls and that kind of stuff, but it's all painted. So somebody went through and painted basically every square inch of the place and made it look like real old wallpaper and that kind of thing. There's some interesting secret doors you'll have to find out. Some of them you may have to go through more than once uh, if you don't do it right the first time. <laughs> uh, they got an interesting little elevator type of scene. They've had the coffin ride for a lot of years and if you haven't been here before it's at least coming worth check out that, uh, that coffin. That's really cool. They single out one of your group members and uh, you get to ride in a coffin through part of the haunt so that's very cool. Definitely if you're in uh, Culberson Mansion area here we're in New Albany, Indiana which is just a, a stone's throw away from Louisville right across the river. We are going to head on to the next haunt and we will catch up with you then. Until then, stay scary. Hi, this is Scott with Team Houdini and thescarefactor.com. We are at Rich's Fright Farm in Smithfield, PA, and I am joined with De Niro and Jonica. Can you tell me, how long have you guys been here? How long has the Fright Farm been going? 
Frank Farms made back in 1989. Okay. So we're on 32, 32 years, yeah. 32. I think it started out with the owners giving hay rides for their kids and then turned into giving rides for kids in the neighborhood and then started the, the charge. Old, their and, old home house. Yeah. Like their original house is inside the mansion. Oh, okay. So it was buried in I there. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, cool. It's a small farmhouse. I always wondered that. I've been coming here probably since the early 2000s when I came across uh, Riches, and I always wondered if the the farm, or if the house was an actual house at one time, or if it was just built as a set. So, what do we got new that's going on this year? I know there's a lot of themes, a lot going on. Uh, we tried some big stuff on the hayride. The fire barn is probably one of the biggest things. Okay. Uh, we built a barn. We built a new barn attached to our spinning tunnel barn to make it one massive thing. So now we have the three giant tricks in there. We have the music that goes off at the flame show. We have the, the spinning tunnel, which I think only maybe one or two other hayrides in the country even have. The one that's large enough for the tractors. And then uh, in the middle, we're doing a, a door that, it's a barn door that automatically closes sideways with teeth. But it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's all pretty momentous. <laughs> it's all three three separate giant tricks in one barn. A lot of times we'll design things and it's a little mixed up. One room is this uh, monster room. The next one's like this bug room. Next one's this uh, killer thing. But I wanted to keep them really uh, isolated this year. As you noticed, there's the entire sewer system. And then you're... And we just usually call it the hollow grounds, but now we have just the hollow grounds, the cemetery portion, the slaughter grounds, the, the gory burlap, blood and killer area, and then we have a nice theatrical swamp. So I tried to separate it like that instead of doing it very random. So how many people do you usually have working? I probably have about 20, I would say, 20 in the sales buildings within festival. So between the gift shop, the pizza shop, funnel cake stand, and the snack shack. I have about 90 actors right now, and then another maybe 15 people between security and makeup and games. Okay. Maybe. And you guys have your own professional people for makeup, or? We have a couple of people who keep returning, and then we do hold interviews every year for new. In regards to COVID, I know there's been some changes since last year, obviously. What were you guys following this year in regards to COVID? Are you just sticking with the State general guidelines? guidelines? And then we left up all of our hand sanitizers, we put the signs back up, we still have the waivers. And Everything's cleaned, obviously. Yeah, yeah, and then the actors were still, we have procedures in place that we that are left over from last year that we're still using. Instead of bringing them all in the house and crowding them in the makeup room, we actually make them go up one at a time and and then the rest of the time they're outside so okay actually last year was great usually there's the the boo flu yeah nothing last year yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> a lot healthier like this staying out there in regards to this season have you added any changes in ticket price up charges anything different from last season the only thing that there is different there is we did increase our saturday pricing by five dollars okay but we also combined all the discount days into one day where you don't need. Correct. Yeah. We so, went higher in one place and lower in the next. Okay. Place. Kind of bounces and then we had out. And we had on the, uh, the entire game area too. Okay. We had oh. a couple. Of, actually, last year we had no games. The year before that we had a few, but we really went overboard. Now we have ten up there. So oh. Added attractions. Yeah. So Thursdays and Sundays are now just a solid discount day for everybody. So before Wednesday or Thursdays used to be students or military discount days. Now everybody gets a discount, so instead of a $30 ticket, it's 20 and okay. then same thing on Sundays. Okay. Did you have to change anything with your days, uh, cut any days, add any days? No, 
we actually got to oh. open them a few weeks earlier this we year, did. which yeah. was fun. Uh, earliest we've ever opened, I think. Yep, right? it is. Yeah. September 10th we opened. Oh, yeah, that is pretty rough, yeah. I guess. Did you guys do pre-sales this year for tickets, or? We always do. You always yep, do? you can always go online and purchase tickets. We'll put them live in August. And uh, what about staffing? I know a lot of places are having some issues with staffing, just not just the haunt industry, but employment I in general. I a very hard time staffing, my, staffing the actors. <clears throat> Made up for it now. Yeah. We're able to just keep on pushing and try to get more people in here, but I was scared in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I was at half of what I thought, half of what I wanted to, to start with, but. We got there eventually. Did you have to change any incentives or pricing or payment for the for the actors or? No. no. Kept us no. good. I mean, my my general staff. I've had the same staff for years, and they just all keep coming back with me. So yeah. I'm well, very good. blessed as far as that goes. Thanks again for joining us. We appreciate it. And that's all for the freight farm in Smithfield. I want to say thanks again to Jonica and De Niro for taking time to talk with us and to all their staff for a great evening. Uh, you can check them out at FrightFarm.com. Thank you very much. Stay spooky. Team Jefferson Starship presents our Sweet Dream Scarehouse Review. Ticket prices are $25 for general admission, $30 for their rated R full contact show. I had a blast visiting all the creeps in the compound and playing with them. Sweet Dream Scarehouse was super fun. Everything from the talented scare artists to the well-designed sets and props made this a super fun, scary, and memorable experience. The thing that I like about Sweet Dreams is the immersive and interactive nature of the well-trained staff. Monsters and creatures don't just tell you to get out. They talk to you and give you reasons and they interact with you in the context of their scene. What I liked about Sweet Dreams I love that the entire cast basically made you feel like you were a part of their world and that throughout the entire group, no matter if you had the rated R or if you had the standard pass, that you felt like you were included no matter what was happening. All in all, we had a really great time at Sweet Dreams Scare House and we're going to go back. Their overall score is 8.82. You can read the full review at thescarefactor.com. Hi, this is Scott with Team Houdini and thescarefactor.com. Tonight we are at Crawford School of Terror. <laughs> we are at Crawford School of Terror and I'm joined with Troy. Troy, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Good. So, how long have you been here now? This is our sixth year. And what any big changes this year? I saw a few things on your website. Yes, we actually have the daycare, the Meta daycare area is all new. It's two brand new rooms on the first floor which you do second. Um, we reverse the entire upstairs of the haunt to make the flow so you don't have to go outside anymore. Like last year, you would have to go outside to go back in the basement, and this year we reverse it. So a lot of changes upstairs too. Even the rooms are changed around. Uh, any future plans? We want to go bigger every year, so best we can. And then you guys also offer on-site, you have an escape room? Yes. Is that uh, still the basement? or have you yes, changed it's still the basement. All right. And then you also have extra on this year, correct? Yes, we do. So three things you can do here besides the three floors of terror. We do the Thorn Haunt season. We offer the axe throwing trailer outside for five throws for five dollars, just to practice if you've never done it before. Something extra, you know, while you're waiting on your wait list app to get called in. This season tickets are twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. This season, uh, you guys uh, haven't been doing any pre-sales or that on tickets. Just uh, I mean, we do. 
sells online, but no like pre-sale. We really haven't had any like luck with pre-sale like discounts and that. When we do it, they don't get sold a lot, so we just we start our season online. Some places have been having issues with staffing, and that has that been an issue for you guys? A little bit. So, uh, were you offering any different incentives to your staff or applicants this season to try to uh, we boost? We did change the pay rate around just to, you know, if you're here every night, you get more than if you're not here every night. So, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for having us. That's all for tonight, and can't wait to see what you guys have in store. All right, man. And that's all for Crawford School of Terror. Thank you to Troy and his staff for a great evening. And remember, check them out at CrawfordSchoolOfTerror.com. They're also on Facebook and Instagram. Today's episode was produced by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope. Stay up to date this season with our free weekly newsletter. Sign up at HauntedAttractionNetwork.com. We're counting down to Halloween with daily podcasts in our 61-day Hauntathon. Our Hauntathon is made possible through generous support from Gantam Lighting and Controls. We'll see you back here tomorrow and every day until Halloween. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.